Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Uh, joined again by Mark. What's up, baby? How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Mark is in the studio today. We're not doing a phone call. And how are then, my How are my levels? <laughs> your levels, good <laughs> shit. I barely <laughs> understand any of this program. It looks the same. It looks mm. It looks like it's gonna work today. It's sexy. Yeah, so that's the difference now. We usually have Mark calling in, and then I combine everything. Because we uh, live in two different states. He lives in Santa Monica, and I live in the valley. Miles away. <laughs> miles hundreds, away. Hundreds of, we can't even come together for, <laughs> At all. for 10 minutes to do this. But today, uh, we are also joined by Jim Bean Vanilla. Woo! That is assisting the show. Not not a sponsor. Was on sale, though. Unofficial. Oh, it was. it's pretty good. It's not bad, right? Not bad. You buy six of them, it's even like another dollar off. You really can kind of like get a bit foofy with certain drinks and it's yeah. and it's okay. You know what I mean? Like when people were adding vanilla to their coffee way back in the day, it was mm-hmm. like, who's this fucking idiot? But nowadays, you barely question no matter how ridiculous a man's coffee is. To oh, a point. All. To a point. It's still a point where you're like, this coffee is I'm like, you insane. get three requests. Yeah. Anything over that, I'm like die a little bit right <laughs> what like, is no what is one of the stupidest things that you could when someone is like in between fat-free milk and like two percent like to make i'm like hold soy, on no foam latte vanilla sweetener on the side <laughs> sweetener on divorce the attorney please <laughs> like yeah bitch you'll need one yeah shot on the side of sweetener is is unacceptable it's cr- you know what it's so funny because baristas look at me like i am a messiah because i'll have some coffee black so, yeah basically black it's like, like my old gray hot yeah pretty much i'll be like yeah iced coffee things a little room yeah and you know and the chick before me with like holding her like it's my service dog it's like that thing hasn't been trained to do shit but she looks good in yoga pants so like i forgive her but then she has like an 800 year-long order yeah and if you fuck god help you person making minimum wage plus twenty dollars in tips a month if you screw her order up she will make your life a living hell yeah and like then she, i come in i'm like coffee and they're like i love you yeah like, you're more like you patrick too. what's his name stewart patrick stewart yeah it's Picard the nicest thing anyone's ever fucking, said to me yeah right compliment Tea. oh great hot I have actually a, I have a mug that's it's like the next generation um, consoles and it says T or Grey Hot. That's it. That's how you need to I order love in and it. out quick. That's it. That's how I do go. it. Jean go. Jean Picard style. Thank yeah. you. But with some things like what's the drink of the summer? These Trulies, the oh, the fucking they are already salsas. my enemy. I you thought know, they were my my friends. You get groups of guys coming in a sports bar that only sells beer. And they are drinking those by the dozen, and they've yeah. got no concern. They're just like, oh, I love the mango one. I'm like, when, how has this become masculine? Like, you wouldn't because get four guys drinking Smirnoff Ice. It probably is in um, in Santa Monica. I think we have to understand that Santa Monica is a bit of a bubble. And what might be cool in Santa Monica isn't what they're drinking in Reseda. Maybe, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know what they're drinking out there, but uh, I've got a feeling nails. these... You're right. I've got a feeling <laughs> these things are flying off the shelf. They are. All we over we the sold place. out the other night. It's crazy. We sold out. Yeah. Like what? Just go. Mainly because I had several of them <laughs> on the house yeah. and regretted ha- it. Terulia the next day. Really? But anyway, Jim Bean vanilla. We'll take it today. That's fine. We Fuck can yeah. have. You can have a bit of vanilla in your Jim Bean. You can. Today's uh, review is covering 
some diverse and interesting guests. We've got Maynard James Keenan, Tool, good friend of Joe, who's been on plenty of time. That's podcast 1326. Mm-hmm. We have Mike Baker. 1327 Mike Baker of course CIA agent also been on multiple multiple times I think both of these guys have known Joe for well over a decade right right which is cool because Jonah's you know everybody. they they well he knows the interesting people but, but he also I love to see the like relationships build like they know what they're going to talk about they fall straight into it they've got their They've got their little way of communicating. Joe knows what questions he wants to get to, what information he can get out of them, and what's not. Right. And then, lastly, another MMA show, um, MMA seventy two, Andy Ruiz Jr. Yeah. Which I was pumped to get him on. I wasn't sure if he was going to get on, um, but after Wilder went on, Tyson Fury, I knew that it was only a matter of time before the new Mexican heavyweight champ got on. Exactly. And what a nice fucking dude. Super nice. He's just like a chubby. Train your fellow countrymen, sir. Yeah, teddy bear. Two thousand of those coming at the border. Yeah, and my god, I mean, I couldn't be a bigger fan, and he knocked the fuck out of our English champion. Obliterated. Yeah, absolutely destroyed him. So, yeah. Without further ado, Maynard James Keenan, right? Boom. He has a new album coming out. He's releasing some some new songs for Tool. That was. That was released on this podcast. He talked about it. He said, hey, we're, I'm going to let the fans know right now. He tweeted it out, which was cool. That's really cool. And obviously the podcast comes out a few days later. Right. So it gives them a little bit of a heads up, which was, a, you know, a, a bit of a respectful move, I think, to his fans instead of them having to wait for his announcement on um, Rogan. I guess yeah, he's releasing cool. his entire um, fucking music library on spotify now yeah was nice. it not on there before i thought it like probably, everything you know, there's was on some, spotify. No, there's some holdouts oh i didn't know that i guess just everyone i look for seems to be on that there are some holdouts though sometimes you do look for a song and it's not and it's that. not there yeah well, it depends on who owns the license for it which you know because there's still people that don't and i guess i mean i remember the big controversy in the day back when spotify was kind of replacing pandora because you create your own playlists and um Taylor Swift didn't want wasn't going to let her music on there. She was like, absolutely not. You have because to pay me it's for. terrible. She, well, yes, and like her music, hate her music. But she was like, no, pay me. Ah, and I, you know, I, I I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um. So I think there's some holdouts for that same reason. So they don't pay him very much. I don't know enough about it to speak intelligently on it, but that's the feeling I get. Oh, okay. I get the feeling that they're not compensated well or. That it's, I mean, I don't know. Do they get paid for it to be on the radio? No, it's like its own promotion. It no, it's the album. They right? do get paid to be on the radio. Do they? Oh, yeah. yeah and it's licensing because you got to pay licensing. They have to pay, like, you know, it's like 20 cents a thing, you know, whatever Probably. it is. So and it's then kind of the same it thing. all adds up and they have to do, like, the accounting right. for it. Yeah. I worked for a radio station for a year in college. Oh, I think that maybe when, you know, what, what people get worked up about with Spotify is maybe they've just figured out a way. To like completely undercut that number. Could be. Maybe it's like not even the radio level number. You Could know, be. it's like a I mean, hundred times less the amount that they pay you, right. yet the exposure is ten times as much. So you decide what you want. Someone like Taylor Swift doesn't need more exposure. She wants no. to be paid. She's pretty much She's exposure. like, I yeah, mean, she, she she's as big it. as she get, so pay me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're not going to pay you. Well, it's kind of the same thing with Netflix, how 
like no they don't release their numbers nobody knows their numbers so is that right yeah what is it about that why did like for example even with this uh, um podcast itunes doesn't release how many people subscribe i can guess based on what really? we get daily downloads based on the it, hate mail yeah right <laughs> i'm like oh we're getting popular oh we have five new hate subscribers uh, yeah. but they don't All my ex-girlfriends yeah right they don't they don't release that information and i, I guess information is power so you don't want well, to you want to have this but power for you and for us exactly for so why is it is it also power to keep that information yeah secret well i mean in the same way if i mean think about you know gm they don't you know if they stop telling you how many cars you built the workers might go well you know your boss i made uh twenty thousand doors last year no well how many did i make we're not telling you and they can't use that as a negotiating or right chip that's a good point okay so, imagine, so, so know, that's why knowledge is power and withholding knowledge is uh fucked up they're assholes they're they assholes. can suck it <laughs> who isn't me who isn't who isn't but yeah. tool Tool. Speaking of tools. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maynard is also a jiu-jitsu badass, which is, I'm sure, probably one of the big things that him and Joe kind of bonded over. Yeah. You know, he's, had, he's older now, sure, though, so he's had some major injuries. He started doing Muay Thai, he was talking about, which is fucking cool, like to go out and do that at his age. He's probably not taking shots, though. He's not getting punched to right. the head kind of alluded that he stays away from heavy spying but kind of, uh, i kind of feel like you reach an age where you're like ah, i don't get punched in the head anymore i don't what want. is that 52 feel like 52 is like ah, i'm i'm good dude i never I've wanted taken. to get punched in the head no there's never an age where you're like this feels okay no it's like, really and it happens you're like did i just get punched in the face that, oh uh, dude you'll go home on a light spying day and you'll have your your head is ringing yeah. That's, that's a part of your body you don't want to hit around. No, you protect that. Even football. Do you, do you play football ever? No, my dad wouldn't let me. Oh, good. He, he was abs- He was adamant. My dad would watch nuns versus priests in a football game. Like, he would watch any football game that was ever on. Ever. It, and it's like one of the reasons I don't really even enjoy football to this right. day. Too I know much. a lot about football. I know way more about football than someone that hates football should. <laughs> but um, but he wouldn't let me play because he knew how dangerous it was. He was like, nope, you're not going to do it. And then by the time it got to the age where I, like, I could decide for myself, I was like, I don't want to do this shit. Right. Well, you hadn't been playing that whole time, so that no, didn't help either. No, and I just didn't – I didn't care. I'm like – and I like be a fullback because I wouldn't have been interested in that. I would have been like I, I score or I do nothing because well, narcissism. You know that's fascinating because as a fan, you know you would think that you would fantasize that you want your kid to play, no. but yeah, it turns out that really. Actually, I really appreciate it. It's the one thing he did right. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. He's not listening because he would never be able to figure out how iTunes works. But <laughs> um, no, I actually really appreciate it because I'm I'm glad I wasn't subjected to that. I, I would have been fine. I was a fine athlete. I wasn't great. I was a good swimmer. But um, yeah, I was I swam, played baseball, and basketball. That's smart of him to know. I mean, it was he was like, no, your bones aren't fully developed. I'm not. No, we're not doing that. Yeah, and I don't think people that watch martial arts or MMA think in the same way and they you know people that aren't big fans of i mean boxing you would i think people have known that that fucks you up for a long time and there are plenty of dads that will be like no you know i'm gonna be a boxer but with being in the ufc 
other than it's a long shot and it's a professional athletic pursuit like mm-hmm. anything else so it's very very difficult it's there are, i don't think it's going to lead to a lot of of long-term major damage as compared to other sports where there's also impacts and injuries. Right. I think that you get more brain damage from soccer, from heading the ball over and over and over again. Oh, I and they're showing it. that. It's not then. good. Things bouncing off your head is bad, whether they're balls or fists or bodies. You don't want to do it. You don't want balls bouncing off your head. No. Never good. Unless, you know, no judgment. Net right. <laughs> now, a big thing with Maynard, right, which, which mm. I love... Just any time he comes on, is Joe always talks about how busy he is. He's yeah. so busy. He does like hundreds of different things. He's got companies left and right while doing writing, while doing this, while training jujitsu, while blah blah blah. And but he also has like these orchards where he does a lot of his own wine. Mm. That to me is like it's obviously a passion pursuit. Right. But you know, here's the thing: if you, it, let's say you became very very successful in whatever your pursuit is what what you love right so now Mm -hmm. you're massively independently wealthy right do you diversify to like like do you just fill your time with to me i'm like you're just choring yourself up that's kind of how it feels and i'm like if i'm doing that many things am i enjoying any of them to the fullest extent it's kind of like it, it it really is kind of jack of all trades master of none in a way, but uh, I would he's rather mastering shit for sure, and that's cool because he has a goddamn time. Yeah, he's good, but I'm just also like, well, ah, it doesn't it? it, it I don't know. It seems like it a, sounds a perpetual like a chase for projects. It's it like does. to have things done and completed and over. Right. It's like I wonder if he can really relax. That would be my guess. Maybe relaxing to him is doing all of that. I mean, each of us gets off in our own way. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be something like that because you can tell in Joe's voice that he's almost exhausted listening to how I'm much exhausted listening. To uh, Mayna gets done. You just brought up like vineyards. I'm like, what? Could just all the nuances of it, like whether he was talking about. It, he's like whether it's too dry or whether there's a lot of foliage and then that dries out and then there'd be some big fires and then we'll be late to get our wine out. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, dude, you run. A massive band. It's crazy. And you're a writer for... I mean, you've got a lot to do. He made... Like, how much like fucking a, wine money are you making? Does he have a time machine where he can just, like... He freezes <laughs> time, and that's when he sleeps. And he's like, I'm good for 24 hours. I think that... I don't know how these people do it. Well, I think that Joe's fascinated by them. Sure. You know, anyone that he thinks... This mania is ...does is. something that, that he can't do. He wants to know why. And sure. he also wants to pursue it in the way of like, oh, is this making you more happy? Should mm-hmm. I push myself to do this? Mm-hmm. Or are you exhausted and kind of stuck in your own trap of like infinite projects? And it's it's one of those goal understanding well, endeavors that I, I he has. I will say as a, as a creative type, as an artist, I will dabble in anything that sparks my imagination for a time. But and and this is the old adage in Hollywood: get you know get something while it's hot because people because creators, movie stars, directors lose interest really fast. You got to grab them and keep them. And I feel like I feel like I'm that way in a sense. Like grab me and keep me, and I'll be really fascinated, and I'll devote every aspect of my being to this. But the minute you, I kind of get away from it, 
I'm like, eh, I'm good. Like, I this woman in, talked to me about writing a music project for like a music video, and um, and I was interested, and I gave her my quote, and then I didn't hear from her until and this was like a month ago. Until two days ago, I got an email saying, "Oh, so sorry, I meant to send this, to, meant to send this, and I didn't hit send." Yada yada yada, and I'm kind of like, eh, I don't even care anymore. Right. I'm like, and she was like, and then she was lowballing me, and I wrote back, and I was like, oh, well, I'm only going to do it for this, and if you want to do it for somebody that, if you want to hire somebody for less, go right ahead. You get what you pay for. <laughs> I literally was daring her to not hire me, uh, and, and she called my bluff. She didn't hire me, but no, <laughs> but I didn't care. I didn't care because I was like, oh, it's over. I so maybe that. it's that kind of thing. It's like a just creative endeavor to a creative endeavor and whatever is in front of him is like this is what i want to do this is what i want to do and then the next thing this is what i want to do this yeah. is what i want to do well it's unlimited resources right so you well, can get true. into something i think that i would just be changing my mind so quickly that i would be very careful about what i invested my time in Hell yeah. though i probably would have like a big grow operation somewhere that would oh, just for sure. be for that would sure. just be for personal Definitely. use Definitely. I couldn't believe that Maynard said that he didn't smoke weed. I can't believe it either. That to me was, he says he just gets too paranoid. I'm like, I get right. it. I've been there. Yeah. I mean, we've he been just, there. He just needs to practice sativa and go to Right. America. Start with some CBD, work your way in. Yeah, dude. Start with some CBD. Get some CBD joints. Joe's doing um, a ton of CBD at the moment. Good. Like, he's worked into just <laughs> doing a shit ton of it. Good. I recently have got into the. Um, hemp oil extract, which is yes, what your you your girlfriend got me onto yep. that. Katie did, and she brought it in. And I remember when push, I ordered it, I was like, "There's no, I know, girlfriend. well done, well That's done." How I met her, so I was like, "Hey, why, why is this not CBD?" So then I googled it and looked at it. It's a very interesting, I will say, supplement to take since it yeah. technically was never illegal. No, that one's always been fine. CBD is still a little in some places. People have some issues with it. There was that one chick that got a, like a grandma that was arrested near a border for right. like having CBD, which is insane. But but hemp oil extract never has been, and you can do enough of it to feel loopy. Well, Joe even talks about. It. He goes, "I didn't know that I had anxiety." Until mm. I started doing CBD, for real, and then you feel like a level of relaxation. Oh, man, that I would. I would take CBD before I go to bed, and I would wake up like it was Christmas morning. I'd be comfy in my bed and just like, oh, this is wonderful. I'm just relaxed. It's yeah. a, it's a beautiful high. Yeah, I do mm -hmm. wonder if it fucks with your rhythms of sleeping though, it or might. like gets in the way you're dreaming and hmm. that sort of thing, like the rested portion of it. But I probably dream too much anyway. So. Yeah, but it's gotta be better than just staying awake through the night. One hundred percent. Those are the worst nights. Ever. Worst. Especially when you have something to do in the morning, you're like, oh I'm just I I know I'm gonna have a fucking horrible day tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Joe describes it interesting. He had a great quote on the podcast. It says, um doing that like high levels of CBD or even like uh -huh. smoking weed like that he goes it makes you comfortable with your own demise mm. like once the anxiety is gone it's like yeah we're gonna die eventually sure. it's okay we better just, than being uncomfortable we get on with it and, and we go from there how right. much how much weed do you smoke a week Mark? Um, lately like this is a legal question this is from yeah because we're, we're in California um, well, uh, twice a week Twice a week max. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I've just been so busy lately. I haven't really even had time. A couple. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I want to enjoy it. I don't want to just like smoke and go to bed. I want to sit there for two hours and watch Scrubs. And yeah, and there's definitely <laughs> a, a point of negative return when when it gets in the way of you getting things done. It, yeah, I, I, not, I watch I it very it carefully. I, I smoke a, a lot of weed. I only do it recreationally. I will not do it to... Like to get through the day, to function or anything. I like, but I like being sober to do the things I need to do. I want a clarity. I want nice. You know, I want a clear head, and so I only do it recreationally. It'll be like ten. My girlfriend will get home. We'll take a hit each, and then we'll just watch some TV. And we'll just I got gotcha. you. Like an evening. Out. You yeah. know what's funny? I used to. That was a hundred percent how sure. I used to be for a long, long time. You know, de- decades, decade and a half. Maybe. Sure. And now it's kind of reversed. Like I, yeah. I don't wake and bake because that's not. I, I, there's something about that grogginess in the morning that you yeah. got to face. You got to no. have a shower. You got to get some breakfast. Get a coffee. Get going. But then I usually start. Real gray I, I usually start with some edibles early on. <laughs> you do. I'll do. You know what I'm like. I'll do that. I do. But I watch my productivity really closely. I monitor yeah. it almost every day, and. I, I do. I monitor it every day. Mm-hmm. I watch what I do. I go to jujitsu. I, you know, I'll go to the gym. I'll make sure I write. I'll meet with people. We get podcasts done. You know, obviously, you know, we're listening to Rogan's podcast yeah. throughout the day too, so that like spreads out. And I try to pay as much attention to it as I can because we're going to talk about it, well, and I course. have to remember points of it. Well, and, and some people can function that way. I it, can't. I think with practice, I've been able to do it better now. It's like obviously, if I don't do any weed in the day, it's not addictive. I can do it. It's fine. Yeah. It's just more boring. I don't enjoy. I, just, I look for. I'll to, be riding uh, to the gym know. and I'll think of something funny. I'll just kind of either be laughing or just like really enjoying the moment. I'll think of like doing nice things for people sure. or I'll see some people really aggravated and I'll be like, it's cool. Like I don't get as uh, reactive to frustrating events sure those things are all really nice the downside is if you're doing it for those feelings but you can't get shit done that's a big problem yeah no. and if you're feeling a lot of anxiety like Mayno was talking you definitely don't want to no, do it no it's not good for people that. shouldn't be feeling if you're feeling super anxious mm. it's good to be a little scared right I like to get a bit stoned and get a bit scared because it keeps me focused I'm like okay what am I true, worried true, true. about what if am I I'm thinking public, about? I get paranoid. But if I'm at home, I'm usually pretty good. Unless I've somehow idiot like in some bout of idiocy combined it with alcohol. And then that goes horribly wrong. My birthday I smoked after I'd had a little a couple of drinks. And my girlfriend like brought all these presents to me. And I was like I had given her specific orders don't go crazy on my birthday because like she'd been out of work You're for a while. You're not worth it. Yeah, well definitely not <laughs> worth it. Um but I didn't want her to overspend and then she came out with like seven gifts. Aww. And I freaked the fuck out. I was like, "No, no." And I was like having a full on meltdown. And it turns out it was just like tea and hot <laughs> chocolate and it was all these she wanted to get me a bunch of gifts but she couldn't spend a lot so she got me like a bunch Aww. of little tiny gifts but they just come in big boxes and stuff yeah. and it was so sweet and then i but i had a full-on so the weed meltdown. was having you freak out a oh bit over yeah that. yeah but i think it was a little the combination with the alcohol too well that'd do it and again i really yeah. just think it's pra- it's like you actually get to practice like i practice 
every day being high, which right. sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I, it's like I, I, I've never actually tried to equate if I would get more things done in a productive mm. manner if I wasn't. You know, there are plenty of days where I will almost forget. I'll be too busy. I won't well, take an edible. Ta- I'll go. But I get shit done. A lot of times you'll come up and we'll be talking and I'll have no idea you're stoned. you be like, dude, I took full edible before I came here. <laughs> I have no idea where I am. I'm like, I, I, would have, I would assume you could fly a plane right now. Yeah, there are moments. <laughs> there are moments. And usually those moments where I say it because I'm saying it to myself. True. Almost. Yeah, because you're, we it, all have yeah, to acknowledge it. There are moments where you have to really like, get a hold of yourself. But I'm not, I'm not driving. Anywhere. No, no, I'm not operating. You're not machinery. a danger to anyone. No, aside from the, you know, apart from the no. morons that we work with, you can do everything just fine on it. Mm-hmm. It's actually the only thing that makes it weird is that you'll let the paranoia get all like whatever yeah. the weird thought is take you over so much that you're barely able to hold a conversation. But it's only because you're getting in your own head. Oh yeah, you totally. get out of that. And then you get somebody asks me a question and I uh, question and I panic. Yeah, you go into yourself. Like, oh God, I don't know. You're like, oh no, is everyone? Oh, they know I'm high. Oh God, (laughs) they're judging me. Is everyone thinking this about me right now? Probably not. Relax. You know, they're they're probably not thinking about it at all. Oh, the what did you think of this at the end of their podcast? Maynard was talking about how on his wine lands. They would mm-hmm. bring in one of those guys, and he was calling them uh, a water witching. Water witching? Where they have that right. little... They either have those, like, wires or the sticks. And right. And they cross over the water. And he's like... Joe was like, that's bullshit, right? Obviously. Uh-huh. And then Mayna was like, I've seen it done three times. What? Like, is there really any fucking science behind this? Is there anything? Like, if if that works... There must be something we can detect. Like, what the fuck would make that happen? I have no idea. Like, I mean, let's guess. Then uh, yes. <laughs> well, but let's just. I get, mean, let's you, say there's water running under the ground, right? Right. Deep. If water is, is it still or is it moving? It's not going to be a river, is it? It would just be still. So could it have well, like a different type rivers. of charge? Like an electric charge. Well, because if it's moving, it could be making some sort of ground friction, right? It's true. And then that could change a charge that could maybe fold. You're the biochemist. You would well, fuck. That's, this is physics, for sure. Right. But uh, that's a g- I don't know why sticks would do anything. I don't really know what they use. But it sounded like bullshit. Either. Joe was not sold on this, and I am not and either. And Joe sometimes is sold on some shit that I'm like, really? <laughs> well, really? he wants to he wants to believe that the aliens are there for sure. We all want to believe that the aliens are there because if the aliens are there, they definitely have no like plans for domination because they would have done it already. How worse could we get? What are you waiting for? to invade us like have we not hit rock bottom yet would you feel safer knowing that aliens exist Mm. let's say that they were like uh, they're straight up here right and they're weird they can't talk to us Mm -hmm. or they do but only a few of us and they're like very stoic and they just and they're here would you feel like oh we're gonna be fine i don't think i'd feel safer but i don't feel like i would i mean it's a hypothetical that hard to really predict how you would feel in that situation i 100 percent would feel safer would you yeah because now we have space daddy space daddy is is here to protect us 
They're, yeah. they're not just watching us kill ourselves. If you owned a zoo, you don't have your your fucking pro- animals in there die. That's true. That's I'd probably be like, oh, finally, an adult in the room. <laughs> right? Please tell us how stupid we are. Oh, we already know. So, yeah, no, I'd feel better. Yeah. I would feel better. I think so. And if they wanted to wipe us out, they would. You know Absolutely. they would. Absolutely. And... It would take five seconds. All right, we're going to have Jim Bean Vanilla into Boom. Real quick. And on that... That's actually a good transition. Our third host. Should we always have, like, transition points? Yes. Nah, too much work. But no. As transition points go, aliens, conspiracies. Boom. Mike Baker. Yes. CIA. I really like Mike Baker. He... Me too. Well, he just... (laughs) He just is the type of guy that, you know, you know he's a CIA guy. He's a pro-American... Kind of, I, I think he's Republican-y, though he doesn't really push Probably. that end of it. But you know, like old school. Well, it's it's military, right? CIA is yeah, it's, it's a different, part of the military-ish. It's a different kind of Republican. Yeah, right. But he comes out and he he looks kind of like Alan Thick. Yeah, he gives <laughs> he gives a lot of what he can, and he really, I think, he really wants people to understand the importance of the cia what they do it gives some humanity Mm -hmm. to it because when you think of it you just think like covert you know cloak and dagger who the fuck are they sneaky bitches running around getting up to whatever they want nobody's watching them you know i think a lot of the checks and balances they're more nerds gathering intel they gotta be I mean, nerds. That's what they are. They're nerds gathering intel. Uh, by the way, CIA, if you're listening to this, I I don't think you're actually nerds at all. Um, but um, well, but that's a compliment. But they nerds are smart. I mean, they're smart people. They're and it's the intelligence agency. Yeah. If they didn't have nerds, we need to hire more nerds. Yeah. It's not like CIA. Hollywood where like I just don't feel like they're really that. There's not really Jason Bournes in the CIA. There's a bunch of guys that have... No, there is. I mean, you think so? They have, I mean, no, they have special forces. They well, can do yeah. special force operations, for sure. But I feel like Hollywood has certainly glamorized... I feel like, a, like going back, to, I feel like it's just a bunch of nerds developing assets, gathering intel, and, um, you know, and turning and, you know, creating assets, things like that. I bet the guys out in the field are badass mm. 100% of the time. Absolutely. You know? Because they've got to keep that secret life. You ever read the Clancy novels, the Tom Clancy novels? No. There's a there's a character. What's, real quick, what's his deal? Did he? It was he. How did he know what he knew? Okay, so that's the was big, it legit? That's always the big been the big question because he always said he wasn't, but a lot of people think he probably was. Ah, okay. He had okay. A lo- in the same way they're like, well, you would Fleming. hope so. Yeah, because Otherwise he certainly you're just making knew it his up. shit. Um. I mean, because these were factually, technically accurate. He would spend chapters just explaining nuclear proliferation and Cold War strategy, things like that. Um, but he had this character who uh, named Mr. Clark, who will be played by Michael B. Jordan in the up- in an upcoming film. Um, and he was like an ex-SEAL that the CIA... Um, recruits and this dude is a badass and he's in this book called Without Remorse which is my favorite book of all time um, and I kind of feel that's like that's a great title oh it's amazing you know that that guy's about to fuck some shit that's up that's the movie they're making and if they're even we're close to the book you're gonna love this thing it's a lot like Man on Fire you seen Man on you Fire Denzel that. Washington what favorite movie 
Oh yeah. Hey, interesting fact. You know the yeah. the mother of that of the daughter. Yeah. Right. Who was like, go kill him. Absolutely. You know, she lives at the end of the street. Get the fuck. Yeah, out. I've seen her a few times, and and I've chatted to her a bunch. She is attractive. God, she's. She is my celebrity crush. Oh, for I real. should have talked about her on the stand-up the other night. Oh, when you should have. Celebrity crush. Damn it! You could have brought up Man on Fire. She so lives imagine on Man on Fire if he had a separate, if, like he was doing his normal mission, right? But then he had a separate mission rescuing POWs in like Vietnam. Ooh, that's what Without Remorse is. Oh, and this dude is a, and is basically because this guy had been in all these books. He's starting like. He was in uh, Cardinal of the Kremlin, which is the sequel to Hunt for Red October. They never made it into a movie, but it is the official sequel to Hunt for Red October, the book. Um, And he makes his first appearance there. And he's just this mysterious black ops CIA agent. And you don't know much about him. And then Without Remorse is like his origin story. And you learn everything. And it is the coolest shit. And it is just catharsis in 600 pages. Wow. I need That's, to check that shit out. Oh, it's a go- I'll, I'll loan it to you. I got like you three have the, copies. Okay, good. It's like my catcher in the rye. I buy every copy I ever see. <laughs> I love it. But it's like, this is what I imagine these dudes would be like. They're ex-Seals. They're ex-Green Beret. They're crafty. And they're recruited to kind of come be enforcers. And then you have the you have the Poindexters, the suits that come in sure. and work with them. But these guys are the muscle. Well, that's they're the number crunches, you know. They're yeah. the ones in the room, like uh, compiling the data, mm-hmm. you know, sifting through SIM card call logs, yeah. and correlating this person called that person, so this one might know this person. Putting right. maps together, and it's like that's unending exhausting shit but then you give this knowledge to this badass Mm -hmm. and you're like there's an 80% chance that the guy that we need dead is in this house you now figure out how to get in there also here's some cool toys this is uh, one of the uh, really interesting things when remember when Mike was talking about the cool technology that the CIA has mm-hmm. he s- can't talk about it but he was he said right. obviously we have it right. and he goes the funny thing is though when we were working is that they would be like oh we have this thing that can see through a wall but it's too expensive for you to take out on this mission right. so you're taking this old shit that only actually listens to the sound in the room so it was like even for them it's like they barely release it because they're so worried about probably losing that technology. It would be very bad. They got to be real tight on it. But that would be frustrating. You're like, I'm already CIA. Give me the shit. Imagine mm-hmm. if like James Bond went to CQ and they're like, oh, hello, Bond. Well, we have <laughs> this for you today and you can take this and this thing will allow you to be invisible, time travel, walk through walls and be invincible. And he's like, sweet, I'll take that. Well, you can't have but it. We're not, we're not giving that to you. you we're can't going have to give it. you a yo instead we, we have this watch that's waterproof to 14 <laughs> fathoms he's like well what what is the a fuck fathom you. yeah fuck you this is absolutely ridiculous <laughs> this is, but he gets the best shit they should be giving it for give, real what do you think that they have what do you think they can do mm. I, I'll tell you what they can do right for sure well he talks about the deep fake stuff mm. so now they're doing that fake face swapping they can do they have the that, Mission Impossible shit well, no they have a video now of Rogan talking about sponsoring this new hockey team that's actually made up of chimpanzees and it's <laughs> and it's like a very funny little monologue but Joe never said any of it it's all just put hmm. together from words that he said and it's fucking perfect so think about it if they if people are getting phone calls right, right. from other 
the they the bad guys. They're like um, you know, Afghanistani, Taliban, whatever. And they're getting these phone calls all the time from other higher military leaders that are like, Oh yeah, go blow this shit up, whatever. Right. So then somehow we can like intercept that call and we put a fake call in telling them to like come out and expose themselves but this is like their new order. Right. Why the fuck would we not look into that technology? That's got to be more valuable than inventing new I like think you bombs can do that to with drop. the WhatsApp. <laughs> like, right. You can clone phone numbers now. Yeah, but I mean but the voice no, of it's it. True. Like no, an yeah, actual yeah, yeah. back and forth conversation where it's like your mother calls you and you're like, "Mom, are you serious?" and she's like, "Yeah, I've been fucking all these dudes." And you're like, "What, mom? Are you out of your mind? Think of what is dad. going? It's just your friend <laughs> fucking with you with an app." I want that. It can't be long. It can't be like if they can do all this. I mean, there's, there's those so fake much. Sw- if they can do it on Star Trek, you can pretty much do it now, except for like beaming and warp drive. Oh, like we've turned the- everything into else into it. Yeah, what would be the most useful? A beaming is that would like, be amazing. Transporting? No, it's not. Okay, I'm gonna stop you right there. Oh, okay. It's death. Maybe it is. You don't know how they it works in that show. Is all they do is they use. You know how they make the food. Right, they synthesize it. It's a replicator. So they take all the elements, and they put it together. So they take your pattern, right, and then they replicate all the pieces. They just build you again. You died. They made a new one. Somehow your consciousness. No, you're dead. That's not true. I. It's just a perfect copy. Nobody remembers shit. I think I'm fine with it. Hold on, hold on. I'm ready to go. You're getting aggressive. You're getting Jim Bean level aggressive. <laughs> I think that I think that what it is is it's an acceptable loss because no one comes out the other end and they're like, I don't feel like me. They all do everything that they were supposed to do. It's true. And it just highlights the absurdity of existence. But they wouldn't do it again. What do you mean? If they come back and they're like, oh, I'm clearly not the dude that jumped in the transport. But they don't know. They, they are that. They feel the same. But that dude died. All woman. But how do you know? Because that's how it would work. Sorry, I'm getting aggressive It's a again. copy. It is, like, by definition. I... No? I mean, it's it fiction, is. so... But but that's the idea well, of how they would do it anyway. you get into quantum mechanics and quantum entanglement, there's the idea that it, could exi- that it could be the same DNA in different points. That's not true. That would only be if they used quantumly entangled particles... And that's not the idea of how these. Listen, I watched half a Discovery. <laughs> We're talking like episode. we understand how to do this. I'm like, you listen to me, Mark. It just seems like a food replicator would be awesome. That's great technology. Let's get yeah. that. We could with 3D printing food, genius. But if we had three, it's basically 3D printing your girlfriend. If they, there was a machine, she I steps mean. in, she dissolves, and then we 3D print another one. I'd be a little suspect. Of what came out the other end. I mean, it depends on. I'd be like, how you were just in that. You were just in that like <laughs> juicy you, liquid, right? And now we've printed you into a person. I don't. I don't trust it. I don't trust. I have strong feelings well, about this. You know obviously. what? I don't think it's a concern we have to have. Well, it, the CIA would need to think about that. They're just beaming people into Syria. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the same guy. Well, I'm not the same out. guy. But my mission is kill us all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, they, the face-swapping technology is something Joe mm-hmm. was talking about quite a lot. So, Carl Donegan, amazing Instagram, hilarious dude. 
the Reno 911 guy. Yeah. He does all the Caitlyn Jenner videos, obviously. Right, right, right. And now he's working with this new guy. I can't remember what Joe said, like Frankenstein or something. Like, anyway, he specializes in making, like, doing face swapping. And he doesn't use that face swap app. He uses, like, a different program. Right. But Carl Donegan has this one now, and and Joe is playing it, and it's uh, Elon. Right, yeah. and it's fucking amazing. It's really creepy. It's very funny too, but it's very, very que- Do creepy. How good that is! The f- one of the first applications of face swap technology. What it was for? Porn. Really? Yeah. What? How? Like celebrity faces? Yeah, they put celebrity faces on like porn stars and be like, "Oh, watch Taylor Swift ride eight black dongs." No way, really? For real? W- and it's pretty damn good. Oh. This is on YouTube. I mean, I've heard. How have I not? I've heard. You've heard, yeah, sure. <laughs> but how have I not come across? It's not like I'm, I'm unfamiliar with this I will website. show you later. I have the wrong search patterns. Yes. You know, this is actually, let me get back to something else that annoys me. You're surrounded by um, Alexas, and then your phone can listen to you. Yeah. And then the Google uh, Home can listen yeah. to you. Uh, yet... You still get commercials that pop up that have absolutely nothing to do with anything that you want to buy. And this is the thing. When I first, when when people were first saying, oh, they monitor all your shit all the time and you don't want that because it's your privacy, right? But then it starts happening and then people get annoyed. Well, listen, at least fucking get it right. There's mm-hmm. a lot of shit that I would buy. I promise you. Oh, absolutely. But don't show me a tampon commercial. And I'm not trying to be sexist because people need them and that's you fine. Ju- you just I'm, don't. I'm not going to buy many. You have a light flow. I have bought you them can use a pad. for my girlfriend, but I don't. <laughs> show me shit I want to buy. Even it's when true. I go on my Amazon app with all their data, they're like, what do you think about this new mop? How many fucking mops have I ever bought? Zero. Yeah, you, you want to put that on there? You want to... You wanna f- throw that through this is this is bad intelligence is maybe what I'm they're just hoping and praying that you get into mops want to clean there's some algorithm out there that's like this guy wants this mops. guy is has a 60 size 66 um percent likelihood to clean in the next week it well it makes me think that uh, that god i hope the cia have better data collection information than this and i hope they're buying these mops <laughs> somebody needs them for all the terrorists they're torturing i think they think i'm somebody else they might what if there's another adam thorne out there who's just like a cleaning guru Ooh. a mop guru imagine if i could like put a profile together based like i literally feel like i know who he is and understand him completely just by the shopping suggestions Steal to get thrown his my identity. way yeah. oh adam adam thorne bought a bought an audi oh which adam thorne the cleaning one but then in the fucked up way he's getting all of the suggestions that i actually want mm-hmm. and he has this profile put together of like and he's just a badass like jujitsu champion he's like i yeah. wanted it clean and now i'm just a menace he's I'm just a like menace I just got into jujitsu heavy <laughs> i bought all this podcasting equipment <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i have like 12 I'm, kettlebells I'm i don't even know what to do with them stand up <laughs> then they're, they're neither kettles or bells <laughs> or bells but, discuss but i have them anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh there was an odd part on the podcast with Mike, which I thought was quite interesting. He was talking about Brexit, right? We'll talk about that now, but it repeated. It's yeah. like they went in and edited the podcast, but 
but they didn't do a very good job of yeah, it. They and it re- and it like glitched this bit twice where he was talking about how the only useful people in Europe is like France and Germany. They're mm-hmm. like holding up the EU Pretty and much. England can like somewhat separate from it and then he was right. like oh I, maybe I shouldn't have said that but then they repeated it twice and I'd never heard that I'd never heard a glitch like that I've heard some editing go on because they've had some times where the podcast like crashed and then oh, they had right. to restart it but sure. Joe Joe doesn't edit shit you know it's it's 100% why we don't edit it it's not just because I'm too lazy and can barely edit it's because I think people just want to hear like that the free flow and if you say something fucked up then tough that's what you said right but I found that quite interesting especially because it's a CIA podcast and you're like is there a conspiracy theory in here somewhere did they did what they, the CIA did they, glitch it dude I didn't even know that um, Boris Johnson was the Prime Minister of England till I watched John Oliver's um what what is his show called? Last uh, week. Yeah, last week tonight. Tonight. Until really, I watched that. I didn't. Oh my yeah, god. That's the fucking prime minister of the country I was born in. I didn't even know. He looks that like that buffoon. He looks like a parody. Like like he's part of some hoax. Like you wake up from like a nap and your friends are like, Oh dude, you were asleep cryogenically for thirty years. This is our prime minister and like they just some found some fucking horrible Paul McCartney impersonator. God, like, he looks like he's woke up woo! from a nap. He you does see how fucked up his hair is all the time. Oh my god. Ridiculous. That was a great John Oliver. If you watched that one though, I haven't yet, watched John Oliver in a while. Really? You're not into that show? Or? It's not that I wasn't into it. It was just sometimes the news is too much for me. Sure. I get overwhelmed. And he seems to but hit that's on... That's not the news. Yeah, but he that's seems like to... That's like silly. News. I know, but he seems to hit on things that are really infuriating. And I'm like, I just need to know a little less. You know, the, the whole phrase, if you're, not, if you're not pissed off, you're not paying attention. Well, I just want to pay attention a little less. Because I Because gotcha. I'm just pissed off a lot. But you, you, you're like a political guy. You, yeah, you no, I do. I do. I'm, you, I'm big into politics. Well, really at the end of the podcast, when they were talking about... Uh, so I'm not going to talk about any of the Brexit shit because um, it's tiring and who cares? Yeah, English people do, but it's just back to the Americans mm-hmm. who are mostly downloading this podcast, right. and uh, and hopefully it all works out with the Brexit shit. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I've got a feeling that England will be fine. They figure be. it out. Look, everyone wants to trade with them. Like it's just a country. They they find an equilibrium here. But coming up to this new election, they start talking about right, and they're like, "Okay, so Trump's ready. He's gonna do it. Now he's already president. So if you thought he was fucking arrogant before, oh holy shit! There's now these debates to go but down. are gonna be epic, right? As as open micers and comedians Woo. ourselves, th- we're not gonna miss them because it's it's a, it's next level shit, right? It doesn't right. mean that it's that it's good." It's just next level debating in the most fucked up way. Who the fuck is going to go up against? I'm not a political person, just like you said. Right. It's not that I'm ignorant with it. When I was younger, I paid a lot of attention to these things, and it was just another excuse for me to get mad and get stressed. Right. So I kind of cut it all out, and I outsource it to people that I believe in, that I Mm -hmm. like, good friends of mine, just like you, Mark. (laughs) Very well. And I get like... You know, I have hunters in New Mexico that are good friends of mine. I have plenty of Republican friends that I sure, care about a I lot. I do too. I've known a, a lot of time. my family. I'm from the a lot southeast. of liberals. So I get, I get 
a lot of sides of it. And then to be honest, I end up not voting most of the time anyway. So what I a actually lot of know do. doesn't Over half. seem to matter. Over half the people do. So you're so who alone. the fuck is running against this guy? What where what are we up against? I like that bird, Tulsi Gabbard. You like Tulsi? I like her. My I, mom likes her. I like to just from being on Rogan and how honest she seems, and she's like, she, you know. She I seems will really say genuine. this: we are at a point in maybe our poli- too young. We are at a point in our politics. We we are served a plate of bullshit, not just on a daily basis, like on an hourly basis. So when one person comes along and says something that we don't feel like they're bullshitting us, we our ears prick up because we're like, "Oh, maybe this is um, maybe this is worth listening to." And to be perfectly honest, Trump did that. Now the shit he said was crazy, but you kind of believe that he believed it and He's hilarious. Like, Let's yeah. not take it away from him just because we have strong opinions either way. Right. You cannot deny a lot of I it mean, was funny. When he came out and was like, Mexicans are rapists. Mexicans aren't rapists anymore. I mean, like, it's ridiculous. Same amount of but, rapists uh, as yeah, Per capita, rapists. they have the same rapists as white people and any other. But, um, but I believe that he believed it. I have zero doubt that he believed it. And then you would have Hillary Clinton who would be like, I had oatmeal for breakfast. And I'm like, nah, this bitch lying. <laughs> I don't know what you had for breakfast, but that shit wanted oatmeal. Yeah. You full of shit. And I feel like at the end of the day, sometimes it really just comes down to a feeling that people have. And I just didn't believe Hillary ate oatmeal, but I definitely believe Trump believed Mexicans were rapists. I disagree with him. But there was some, there, it's you know it's not just what you say, but it's how you say it. Yeah. So I think a lot so of it. So there's a truth to how. To, yeah, because it's called it's called resonance it, and connecting. It, well, and it always it just felt like to me that the politicians were just saying what they thought we wanted to hear. Right. It's right. like when you go to a but party they couldn't sell it. and someone is telling you that they're telling but you know you, they're full of shit. Yeah, and you know when somebody's trying to sell you something versus someone that's genuine. And it's you terrible. Know it. You don't want to hear it. Awful. So but I actually think on the Democratic side, there's a lot of candidates right now that really believe what they're saying and have a visceral connection to that. Um whether but it really comes it's gonna come down to because politics ultimately is which candidate do you think will make your life better? Right. Or less worse. Well, those fucking student loan wipeout things, mm-hmm. that's going to get a lot of people excited. Maybe I it won't so. this time around because there's still a lot of old baby boomers that don't have right. a lot of student debt that can vote. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, within the next, maybe you not this election the- round, but the next couple, dude. Everyone, fucking loads of people have fifty thousand plus dollars more. Getting rid of debt. I owe seventy five thousand dollars, and I don't use any part of my no. degree. It's so debilitating. I will, pay, I will pay off my student loan this year. Wow, I good will for pay you. it off this year. Um, you bastard. Yeah. Well, I had way less than you too. But it's I, it's so painful to have it. It's hard. And when it, somebody says to me, "We we'll get rid of it." I kind of don't give a fuck what else their policy is. Well, and then you because look to at, me, it's my biggest problem. I'm like, okay, it's yeah, true. let's get rid of it. Well, but that's a big thing. That sounds but great. It, because ultimately comes down to who makes your life better. 
Which candidate is offering a solution that's going to make your life better? Who's going to make it just a little easier? Most of the time, it seems like shit was the same. I it's remember always the same. When Trump got elected, people I could hear out my window someone on the block over screaming, "No!" Yeah. No! He thought the world was going to end. A lot of people were like, "You watch, everything's going to be a disaster." And I'm sure a lot of things have changed. But again, I don't pay a great deal of attention to it. A my bills it are is, pretty much the same. Yeah, it, a lot know, of it's my identity. taxes were a little weird, but mostly yeah. everything is happening the way it did. I a don't lot get of it paid is identity. Anymore. I don't get paid less. It seems to be it's working. True. We're, it's, we're, we're cracking along. A lot of it's identity. You, it's how we view ourselves as Americans. It's how we view ourselves. Um, it's how we present ourselves to the world. And we have a vested interest in how people see us and how we present ourselves to the rest of the world. Um, and you have half the country who wants to present themselves in one way and you have half the country that wants to present themselves in the other. And that's your identity politics. But it really comes down to who makes you think that's going to be a little bit better. Mm. It really does. And in that regard, I think you're looking at a couple. Of, I mean, you have one. But Joe it, it, Biden is Joe Biden is the. Hey, no chance. He's not going to do it. I don't I don't think he's going to do it. But in terms of like he as an alternative to Trump, he's just kind of like he's a return to less drama in politics. Yeah, which is which not exciting enough to get anyone to vote it, for. It's certain. It's not. It's kind of like it, it's it's the idea of changing out your muffler on your car to Joe the Biden old like, to the old one you had before because the new right. one kind of rattles a bit. Exactly. It's nothing to get excited about. You're like, well, at least there won't be that noise. And then you have. Um, I, I really feel like Elizabeth Warren. Is your other big candidate? Is she right the now. Native American one? Yes. That was like never. She's not going to win either. Trump oh, will I destroy think, that. I think she could. Yeah, but he destroy already has, it. and I, She'll I do don't it again. think it's not going to work. I don't see it because she has such a good economic message. You're, so she's the one that's about student loan forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. Still not going to work for her. Mm, I promise you, she's going to get eaten alive without. I one. don't think so. It's. it's I good. don't think it's so. I think it's already resonates so look, bad. This motherfucker. Doesn't Trump call a Pocahontas? Of course, like it's fucking. Brilliant. And I call him Brokahannas yeah. because he doesn't have any fucking well, money. That, like he that says doesn't he does. stick either. So good I luck. Would. I'm telling you, this is a roast, and I don't. Who, the and the most unroastable has the best chance. I, I'll tell you, at the end of the day, it really comes down to who wins Wisconsin. Really? That's it. Because Democrats are going to take back Michigan and Pennsylvania. I mean, that's uh, they're just going to do that. I don't know any of that stuff. It's See, electoral. It's bu- it's that crazy. Seems ridiculous. It comes down to Wisconsin. A, a Who wins Wisconsin? Then, that's it. What the fuck is going on in Wisconsin? If they just have enough electoral votes that it puts, it, it puts the one candidate or the other over the edge. Oh, that's it. Well, and that's the big toss-up. Trump won by like ten thousand votes, um, and then Democrats in the midterms. It took does it back seem by crazy like that, it, that it gets so close. There's so many parameters, so many people, so many lines, all that gerrymandering or whatever they call it. And it's down to like just a... It's incredible that it works like that. Yeah. Anyway, politics. It's enough of that. Love it. I can't... I just... um, Every time that I get into it with somebody and I'm like, you know, around the time of elections, you want to learn a bit, right? That's when you want to get into it. Of course, that's what most people do. It, it puts You're me not off expected, just as fast. You shouldn't be expected to think about it 24-7. Too exhausting. You have to people have your do. fucking lives. Yeah, people do. But they were the same. 
I mean, yeah. Mike Baker didn't know really. Joe has his ideas. It's going to be fine. interesting to see what 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 comes up from it with all his CIA intel. You would have mm-hmm. thought he'd had. He, I, I think his money's on Trump. Is what it sounds like to me. I Could think be. He's just accepted that it's there, and that's a lot it. of people have. I hope they still give up. All right, so we have Andy Ruiz, and uh, this was a shorter podcast, only an hour. It's unusual for him to do one so short, so we we get through this quick. But I'm a big fan of Andy. Andy is the first are. heavyweight Mexican boxer. Super nice guy, super friendly, chubby dude. You know, he doesn't look like the. He's more of a. I mean, he's bigger than even Tyson Fury, but he's he's a bit of a, a bit of a. Um, he's almost like big country from the UFC. Right. Like not a hillbilly, but like you know, he's chubby. He doesn't Mexican look like hillbilly. a huge. Athlete, he looks like a uh, pack a punch, baby, dude. He smoke your ass. So he w- he fought recently against Anthony Joshua, and they talk about that in- extensively on the podcast. And if you follow Joe, you've seen the memes and things that he's put up. Anthony Joshua mm-hmm. is a legend in England. He's uh, an Adonis of a man, very tall, like six six, chiseled, good looking, built like fucking brick shit house, right? And just demolishes people. But wow. He got smashed. If you haven't seen the fight between these two, definitely watch that. Watch the highlights. Anyone out there, it's so good. Yeah, the highlights are excellent. He gets Anthony Joshua gets knocked down a bunch. Andy actually gets hit down first. Mm-hmm. Looks stunned. And when that happened, I thought he was done. I was like, wow, three rounds and Anthony Joshua's beat him already. Right. But when Ruiz stood up, just unloaded. I mean, Joe talks about it. He was, like, jumping up and down on his bed, excited. I was the same way. I couldn't believe it. And I always try and watch fights, any fights, with maybe I have my favorite, but I generally don't. I just want to watch good fights. But I always want the best fighter to win. Generally, the best fighter does win. Obviously, that's kind of like a, you know, a stupid thing to say. But but it's like, I do. I do want that. I never get upset that somebody lost. I love when somebody, you know, I'll, sometimes I want to see someone do more or right. I wish it went a different way, but I don't care that they anyone lost. You want right. really the best guy on that night to pull it together and just do damage, he's, and he did incredible damage. I would say that's one of the rare sports where you care more, at least for me, you care more about the experience than the the victor in a way you just want to see a good fight right sure yeah i mean i i kind of feel like tennis sometimes is that way like i have no real loyalty like federer or djokovic or nadal or anything i just want to see a really good goddamn match you know what i mean you might you might do it uh for your country because if it's like an american wins wimbledon there's like nationalism and that's fun you don't get a ton of nationalism with like the ufc no uh you get a bit more with boxing and you that's know, true. I think like Rocky Four, yes, made that a thing. The you greatest know? movie of all time. So good. Thank you. You haven't seen Creed two yet, have you? I haven't seen Creed one, buddy. You need to see Creed one. I, and you need to watch Creed two. I don't watch a lot of movies. I know, you and don't. I don't know if the Creeds are going to work into my list of movies. I think they will. Nothing against those movies. Okay, I'm just saying I'm building up a list of like some great classics <laughs> that I want to catch up on, and I. Dude, I, I haven't Creed even seen. Classic I haven't seen the Endgame one with the Avengers. Eh, it comes out on DVD in like a well, week or something. But it's the same. Th- I won't watch it. Have you seen the one that came before it? Um, Infinity some of War. It. I think it took me like three 
goes. <laughs> well, because you know how they give you 48 hours when you get a movie? On, right, uh, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I watch it in parts. I get it. My, yeah. I'm either too busy or my ADHD just I understand. will you fuck are, it up. You are a man on the go. A very strange dude is yeah. really what it is. But yeah. It's true. Okay, so the creeds are there. But they... they now Creed Two was the same sort of thing, right? Didn't you tell me that it was it's like Dra- it's Drago from it's Rocky like 4. Rocky Four Point It's Rocky Four Two. <laughs> yeah, we're Rocky. It's 4 Rocky Four. It's Rocky Eight. Imagine Wait, if they oh, it did is that. Rocky Eight, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's Rocky Seven. They maybe. went back to other movies, like Terminator no, Two, but yes. this is an off branching of that. It's, it's like, like Terminator, if the Terminator had a baby. Yeah, and wanted to fight John Connor, <laughs> kind of no, <laughs> and then they throw Jean Claude Van Damme in just because. Uh, if only. Why not? My orgasm would be complete. Uh, My eighties orgasm. Oh, here's a here's a thing, right? Talking about those kinds of movies. Yeah. So we've got we've got this the face switching shit that Dude, we were just talking about I the know. deep fakes. Do you think that they will... I was watching some Bruce Lee videos earlier. Yeah. And I was like, when are they just going to be able to make a new Bruce Lee movie? You know, it's that's an interesting thing because a lot of the time the face stuff they've been doing recently is they've just been making actors look younger. Um, but I think we're very co- well. They didn't like the Star Wars uh, Rogue One. They did the the one guy that it was a different actor and they made him look like uh, Peter Cushing from the seventy seven Star Wars, their first Star Wars film. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty good. It's not no, perfect. but I'm saying when it gets really good, will we accept? A Bruce Lee movie coming back. It has to be because, perfect. Well, but think it about it. Can't be because the, we know the human face better than anything. Yeah, it but let's say perfect. let's just say it's perfect. Let's yeah. say they get it down. The voice is perfect. Everything looks great, and it's a good movie. <sighs> I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be weird because then who the dead. fuck do they pay? It's true. He's dead. I don't think we'll accept it because it's kind of like eh, it's not really him. Yeah, but I'll accept sixty-year-old Will Smith playing. 24 year old Will Smith type thing that's cool like I would give anything one of my favorite movies is the movie Midnight Run with Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin and there was there were sequels they were like made for TV sequels um, De Niro was not in them and I think it's one of De Niro's greatest roles he's amazing in it he's so funny and I'd love to see a sequel to that movie, but I don't want a sequel now. I don't want to see Jack Walsh in 2019. I could give a fuck. I'd like to see Jack Walsh in like 88 because the original movie came out in like 86 or something like that. They can kind of do that now. Wow. That I would be down for. What would be... A, okay, imagine this, right? Yeah. All the Ghostbusters guys, mm-hmm. super fucking old. And mm-hmm. I've heard they're making a remake with they're some doing, of the guys that It's like that a left Ghostbusters anyway. 3. Yeah. yeah. But let's say that they were able to, right after Ghostbusters 2... Right. Like, make it all still look like that same time period. But yeah. it's now Ghostbusters 3. Same guys. They were about the same age. It all works. Why would we not be into that? I think we would be into that. You know, like bringing Arnold back. Make the the original Predator, but we make like the Predator 2 version of the original. Arnold's still jacked. He's still jacked. Somehow he's he's getting to the chopper at the same rate that he needed to get there before. I think people are going to be on board. I think there's a... There's a there's really a, good. Well, the the first time you really it. saw the good technology, the the, the de aging technology, 